Warning, Family Ties Positive Vibes may or may not contain any positive vibes. However, it is sure to contain three members of a family trying their best. Welcome to Family Ties Positive Vibes, a podcast about our lives and the meaningless nonsense behind all of it. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is Michael Summers. Uh, I am the eldest child of this family. My name is John Summers. I am the youngest child of this family. Linnell Summers. I am the mother of this family. <laughs> so today's topic that we all decided about two minutes ago is Food. We all eat it. We all need it. We all love it. We live in Bakersfield, so this is a very food-heavy town. Food-heavy? I wouldn't say there's much of a restaurant scene, though. What do you mean? That's like all there is to do in Bakersfield. True. There's literally nothing else. <laughs> um, we just had dinner a little while ago. What did we have, Mom? What you You just prepared a very good meal for us. What was that? Sautéed chicken breast with rice and vegetables. Mm. And it was very tasty. And, and the house it. smells delicious. Yes. Yes. Um, walking in from work, that was the first thing I noticed. And it was just brought a happy feeling to me. Right. You walked in just in time for dessert, Sean. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm afraid that I was not able to have dinner with the family. I was working at a pizza restaurant, so I was able to snack on the way. But when I came home for dessert, I found that we were defrosting cake from the freezer. And I could not help myself. In fairness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, in fairness, it was your cake, but you know what? You just took a fork and picked up a huge chunk of cake that we were all planning to cut up, and you just took a bite out of it. You just picked it up <laughs> and put your mouth all over it. I do not slobber. I do not put my mouth all over things. You can ask anyone who's ever met me about that. <laughs> However, I did pick it. I did just stab it with a fork, pick it up, and then take a bite. Yes. Partially because I thought I could, and so I did. <laughs> Wait, where's your phone? We might need to call somebody and ask them. My phone is away from the counter right now because I knew I would be distracted by it. Yeah. Or at the very least, if I was picking it up, setting it down, it would pick up on the mic. How would, how would you rate that cake, John? Was it worth it? It's a very tasty cake, yes. Red velvet, cream cheese frosting. Mm-mm. With <laughs> chocolate chips. Chocolate chips, too. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I love red velvet cake. It is my favorite kind of cake. I do have a question. Ask mm. it. How is it red velvet? I get, I get that it's red. Where's the velvet coming? Uh, it's the texture of the cake, which is very soft and fluffy and the closest thing to velvet that we can eat without killing ourselves. Oh, yeah, that works. I don't know. I don't know why it's called red velvet, but it does sound very luxurious, doesn't it? Yes, it does. At least a little bit. It might have been made on accident, I feel like. <laughs> That's how most delicacies come about. Mm -hmm. Coming up with the name first, and then, or no, figuring out what... Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, actually, that sounds about right with everything I know. You uh, taste something and you're like... I could make that work. Either mistake or by, in a way to make ends meet. 
for instance, a hazelnut started to be added to chocolate in the World War II to make the chocolate last a little bit longer. It was used as sort of a thickener. And now it's seen as more of an, uh, an extravagant part of the chocolate. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. The Ferrero Rocher. The, yeah. It's, being, that, uh, it's rolled about in the hazelnut choppings. Yes. It's a luxurious product because that's the only way they could market it. Mm-hmm. If they make it sound really nice, eventually it will become very nice. The Rolls Royce of chocolate. Let's see, Michael, what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Your favorite food. What's your favorite food? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, 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 pasta. I don't know. Mm. There are lots of kinds of pasta. I can easily say pasta, and technically speaking, one of them might be my favorite. It's a versatile dish. Um, no, I don't have a favorite food, I don't think. I have lots of comfort foods. I have plenty of stuff that we used to cook a lot, but now that I think about it, that's largely... Chicken and rice and pasta. Yes. And the microwave corn dog. Okay, but that's not a comfort food. That's a lazy food. <laughs> the instant ramen. That's, again, a lazy food. And also, I cannot stand instant ramen anymore. I have to have a little more than that to be able to bear it. I went for a year at UC Merced. And that was all I could cook in the dorm room. And so I had a lot of it. And I am sick and tired of instant ramen. Mm. Now I get the little prepared ramen meals instead. <laughs> that at least have some dehydrated vegetables mm-hmm. and a little more. The 30-cent the oh, ramen instead of fancy. the 17-cent. Yeah, exactly. Instead of buying a 2-cent top ramen package. I don't know if I can say that. That's a brand name. Mm. Instant ramen package. I get the one that I have to make. Uh, cook for five minutes in the microwave. Ooh, five. That's more than three. Yes. It's a much it's a much more difficult process. <laughs> so, John, tell us about your favorite food. Let's see, my favorite food. I'm not sure about favorite, but there has been one that I've kind of been craving just a little bit. And it's because the weather has been getting a little bit colder. We're moving more into the fall and winter months. I've kind of got a hankering for corn on the cob. Really? Yes. You've always been a big corn fan. I've never understood that about you. I haven't understood it either, mostly because I haven't seen it as a problem. (laughs) I I haven't seen it as something that I needed to understand, just something I needed to fulfill in myself. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I want to say that the first time I had corn on the cob was uh, when we were taking a family trip to Cambria, I want to say, and it was Grandma Jane's corn on the cob that I had for the first time. And then I had it, and I said, hey, this is really good. And so our father started to make it at home, because corn it's, on, it's corn on the cob, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get to eat it often. I Maybe once or twice a year, but oh boy. What about you, Mom? What's your favorite food? Okay, my go-to food is black beans with Frito chips, sour cream, and cheese. It's quick and easy. It takes about three minutes. Open up a can, heat some beans, grab the Fritos, grab the sour cream, grate a little cheese. Boom. Delicious. You both have such interesting answers and stories behind them. I'm changing my answer to hot wings. <laughs> we made you go first so we could start thinking. <laughs> so tell us your hot wing story, brother. I mean, there's not really a story. It's just like over the past few years, hot wings have really grown on me. I, I don't eat a lot of spicy food, but yes. Hi, Romeo. Hello. Hello, doggy. Um, we, 
I don't really like spicy food, but it has grown on me. I eat spicy food a lot more, and hot wings are the easiest, uh, the easiest spicy food to make quickly. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was at a party, and someone brought homemade hot wings, mm-hmm. and there's a huge difference between anything you can get at a restaurant or, I don't know, a pizza place. Pizza place hot wings are not good. These hot wings were extraordinary. Really? Yes. And then I got drunk, so I can't remember anything about the hot wings. Just, so, just, just that they were really, really good. Just some overall positive vibes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for it. Maybe we should make that the title of this podcast. <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. Glad I thought of that right now on yeah. the spot. Thank you, John. I'll go back in post and edit that into the title that we already recorded. <laughs> um, but hot wings were also my go-to thing when I did not want to eat ramen anymore in college. <laughs> I could buy a pack of cheap frozen hot wings at the student store and then come back and make them and have a little bit of protein instead of empty calories from ramen. And I think I just liked them so much because of the very simple fact that it was not ramen. Mm-hmm. That makes all the difference sometimes. Exactly. And you can add any sort of sauce you want to spice it up too. I am a fan of the hot wings as well. <laughs> I might be saying that a bit too, uh, a bit too low. I am a fan of hot wings as well. You know the best part about doing this on a computer? You can see when I mess up? No, not just... I mean, yeah. And I love it. Every moment. I know. Uh, no, what I was going to say is I can edit it all in post. I can, I'm can. i going to normalize uh, all the audio, bring up the lows, drop the highs, make it so that when I yell really loud, uh, it does not sound like it's destroying our household. I thought you were you were about to do that. Well, is what I would I never do that on purpose in front of other people who would reprimand me. Okay, so moving on, now we need to uh, touch on the topic of dessert. After you've had your favorite food, dessert. Red velvet cake, that's a given. All of us are going to answer exactly the same. No, just kidding. That answer's off the table. We have to Mm -hmm. pick something else. Our second favorite dessert. I mean, we already brought it up. We have to bring another new thing to the table. New dessert to the table. Ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Tell us more. What kind? From who? Triple chocolate. Oh, I've already forgotten. Um... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, I've got producer's coffee ice cream right now. That's quite delicious. I I love coffee ice cream, honestly. It might be my newest favorite flavor of ice cream. That oh. is the most surprising thing I think I've ex- ever heard. Because I don't drink coffee? You don't drink coffee. You don't like bitter flavors. I like, I like coffee. I drink coffee black, usually. Actually, coffee ice cream is not bitter at all. Not at all. Oh, yeah. It tastes more like creamer. Yeah, it's the creamer. <laughs> All right, you know, actually, I suppose it is two-in-one coffee ice cream. Something, suddenly, that this makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I actually had coffee and really enjoyed it, it was at our father's house. And uh, I was wake, It was. I had to wake up early for something, and so Dad was preparing breakfast for me because he does that for whatever reason. And He, he gave likes me, to cook. It's his favorite thing to do for it, people. It's his creative outlet, yes. And he got me a cup of coffee, and it was black, and I tasted it, and I was like, hmm, that's black coffee. And he said, wait. And he brought vanilla ice cream out of the freezer, <laughs> and he put a scoop in the coffee. And that 
that Changed sold it. you on the idea. And I was like, okay, I, I can, I can work, I can work with this. I can get behind this. I can enjoy this beverage that everyone likes to trick themselves into drinking all the time. Yeah, and I, I've stopped trying to trick myself with it usually. If it's if it's not coffee ice cream, it's black coffee. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna build off the ice cream answer because my favorite dessert to anyone who knows me is obviously the root beer float. Of course, obviously. Uh, it's impossible to actually have a bad root beer float. I think. Then again, having said that, I think John's looking at me like he thinks that's a challenge. So I feel like if you combine uh, bad diet root beer and maybe some not so great ice cream, but that's but it's mm. better than the sum of their parts. That is true. You can. I don't like diet sodas. No. Diet root beer is tough to actually make good, mm-hmm. but I can have a diet root beer and ice cream, and suddenly it's way better than if I just had them separately. That's not to say that I want to have a root beer float with diet root beer no or bad does. ice cream. It's the only way I'll drink diet root beer, honestly. <laughs> so given the choice, which flavor root beer? Flavor? flavor or brand? Brand. Uh, ooh, that's complicated. A&W, I mean, is always the go-to. A&W, if you're listening to this, sponsor me anytime. You've been working for that A&W sponsorship for your entire adult <laughs> career. Yeah, and someday I'll get it. They already talk to me on Twitter sometimes, maybe. <sighs> Do they? Once yeah, on my on my other for my other YouTube channel, <laughs> we've chatted back and forth a handful of times. Yeah, but I haven't gotten that sponsorship yet. You also you were also able to get followed by like Hampton Inn in Amsterdam, right, or something? Uh, Some hotel chain that's not in the U.S. Yeah, something weird. Brand Twitter is fun. You never know who's going to follow who. You never know if you're going to have a conversation with anyone. None of it matters. All that matters is the numbers. Which is that if you have high follower number, you're important. Big number is good. Yes. Do you have a lot of followers? No. (laughs) And that's why I haven't gotten that sponsorship yet. I want to say I have like five followers on my personal Twitter and I follow 10 people. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how personal Twitters work if you're not, if you haven't made it big, if you're not rich and famous. Anyways, root beer floats, they're delicious, hard to have a bad one, A&W, follow me. John, did you uh, mention your favorite, or was that the coffee ice cream? Coffee ice cream is very good. I won't. I don't know if it's actually my favorite. You know what? I'm going to go with something I haven't had in a while. The lemon bar. The lemon bar, actually. So, lemon is my favorite fruit. And that's uncommon to most people. But I also love it in a lot of desserts. Lemon bars, lemon ice cream, uh, that uh, lemon zest on... T- a lemon zest milkshake I've had once. A lemon zest milkshake? Yes, it was weird and I was for it. Did you make this yourself? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I will. There have also been times in not dessert fashions where I'll just take a, a shot of lemon juice and I'll just pour a little bit in a glass and then just fill the rest with water and I'll just drink that. Oh, well, that's not uncommon. I think a lot of people do that. I won't say a lot. It's, it's sort of the poor man's lemonade. It's... You know what? People already put lemon slices on their water at restaurants. Is that really that weird? No. No. Okay. So as much as I think you're a bizarre human being and you do weird rituals at home, I'll give you that one. If I can't do my rituals at home, where else will I do them? Yeah, fair. Exactly. So yes, I will say the lemon bars with the little powdered sugar on top. Mm. 
Okay. So we've done favorite foods, we've done desserts. We obviously have to move on to the most important meal. The drink? I was going to say breakfast, but oh. hell yeah, let's talk about the drink. That is absolutely where <laughs> I thought you were going. That's why I raised my glass. We didn't know where the, that was going. The after dessert dessert. <laughs> yeah, all right. What, what, what's your favorite drink, Mom? Well, I start the day with coffee, and then I drink water throughout the whole day, and then I finish the day with a glass of red wine, unless it's summertime, and then I do white wine because I have to store that in the refrigerator because it's too damn hot. <laughs> uh, any favorite brands of wine? Um, Target has a great little affordable red that I find quite delicious. You don't know the name of it off the top of your head? I forgot. I threw the bottle away. <laughs> Target wine. Mm-mm. It's not. It doesn't have a Target bullseye on it, though, so you wouldn't know to look at it. But yes, I highly recommend. Someday we'll figure out the name of it, and then we'll actually be able to recommend it. But for now, everyone just has to try every cheap red wine at Target. <laughs> Maybe not cheap. Affordable. Affordable. You're right. My bad. I made it sound like it's a bad thing. Because if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to drink it. Well, yeah, of course. But it's affordable and delicious. All the more reason. John, what's your favorite drink? Don't listen to alcohol, because you're not 21. I am underage for drinking, so I do not do that. And I also do not want to do that, so I will not. Uh, my favorite drink? Well, I, I really only drink water, because that's the only thing available to me throughout my entire day. Your entire day? Essentially, yes. Like I, you are In the point- refrigerator? You're pointing to our refrigerator. What's in our refrigerator? Milk. Yeah, John, have some pitcher milk every once in a while. (laughs) Okay, so now that we've declared our skin tone to this podcast, is there anything else in our fridge that I could drink? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have some iced coffee, but the weather turned cool, so I stopped drinking it cold. Mm. So water and milk is what you're going with. You're not even going with your favorite drink from elsewhere in the world. Water and milk are what were thrust upon me. For my favorite drink, I'll go IBM root beer because I am also a sucker for that good brown stuff. (laughs) Please, please don't call it that. A&W, sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) You just listen to a different brand! (laughs) IBM, sponsor us. (laughs) Uh, I guess that leaves me, huh? What is my favorite drink? Because, I mean, you just took root beer... So, what's left? Nothing. You are over the age of 21, so you could go with an alcoholic beverage. I, I, I was forced. But I'm trying to remember, there was this really... Good. It was someplace, we were in we were in Cambria visiting relatives, and there was a some restaurant we went to, and they made their own uh, homemade uh, sodas there. Were we eating outside in the Cambria restaurant? I think so. Okay, I remember the event. I don't remember anything else. But they made a really good ginger soda that was homemade. And it had like, it had the <laughs> spices, I guess you'd call it. The ingredients mm-hmm. still kind of in the cup because mm-hmm. it was poured out of where they just freshly made it. And that was one of the tastiest sodas I've ever had, I think. Wow. Hmm. And that has inspired my desire to someday actually learn how to make soda at home. Even if it's just root beer, then I actually looked at how expensive it is to do that. And it costs a lot. The startup costs to make root beer, at least. 
pretty high. So maybe we'll just go to Cambria and find that restaurant. Or maybe just maybe. try regular beer. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm personally of the opinion I might get, uh, some people might not like me saying this. I'm personally of the, the opinion no one drinks beer to enjoy the taste of it. Some people might say that they like this beer, they enjoy the taste of it, but that's not true. They just like the taste of it more than they like the taste of other beers. <laughs> beer is one of the cheaper alcohols out there. And if you are looking... And it's filling, and it means it's very hard to mess yourself up on it. Yes. Um, that being said, but, drink, drink responsibly. Yeah, course. and having said that, I'm a young 20-something... And that doesn't mean I drink responsibly that often. You drink irresponsibly more than you do responsibly. So how did you get home last night? Ashley drove me. Oh. I left I left the pickup over at Doug and Amy's apartment, and Ashley took me home. And then later today, around noon, we went back and I got the pickup. Okay. How responsible of you. Yeah, sure. That's one word for it. If I was really responsible, I wouldn't have drunk that much in the first place. Hmm. It's a, it's a sliding scale. But my drink of choice is any cheap whiskey. <laughs> Cinnamon Fireball whiskey. Actually, that's even more expensive than what I had last night. <laughs> I had black velvet whiskey. It was $8 a bottle. It was. It tastes exactly like Crown Royal, if that matters to anyone. To your uh, 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 unsat... To my unrefined palate? Yes. I mean, yeah, it's fine. I like the taste, I like how it goes down, and I like how it definitely gave me the worst hangover of my life this morning. <laughs> Success. So, yeah, buyer beware. the main dish we've covered dessert we've covered drinks is there anything else we should cover yeah we should finish off our topic by starting off no ending with the first meal of the day breakfast mm. i really do want to talk about our favorite breakfasts sort that we've of, ever had sort of a circuitous way of the recording this i mean it's only because i didn't think about it at first Neither we kind of just I. jumped in we jumped this head first and we're coming up for air right now Coming up for breakfast air, yes. Yeah. Okay, so Michael, tell us about your favorite breakfast. I don't know about my favorite breakfast. Some of my favorite breakfasts are just traditional country country breakfasts. Bacon, eggs, potatoes, orange juice. Can't go wrong with that. But one of the best recent breakfasts, the best meals I've had in quite a while as far as breakfasts go, is at the, what is it, the Old River Grill that just mm. opened up nearby. You remember it replaced yeah. the burger place that like changes every year because they keep going out of business? Yes. Mm -hmm. So Old River Grill, uh, they do breakfast and brunch almost exclusively. They do some burgers. They do some hot sandwiches. They do some cold sandwiches. But the best meals they do are definitely the breakfast omelets. Mm. They had a San Francisco-styled omelet that had... Oh, uh, God, I can't even remember. A bunch of stuff in it. A, a bunch of good stuff. Vegetables. Mushrooms. It had a little bit of spinach, onion. Um, I'm almost certain it had more than that, but it came with that and potatoes on the side and juice, and it was delicious. Mm. Wow. That does sound very good. Also, you are aware that there's uh, an old river grill off of uh, 
Yeah, like, I know. Closer to where you're situated. Yeah, I know. But if I'm going uh, to get breakfast after working a morning event, or if I'm going with Ashley, then the one off of the one the that one that I just mentioned that's the best one to go to. All right. Because it's not a place I think I'd go Otherwise. on my own just from home. If I was going to eat on my own, I'd eat at home. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. And uh, mother, what is your favorite breakfast foods? What are your favorite breakfast foods? Because I need to speak with correct grammar. I'm not a big breakfast eater. And it's not that I don't eat breakfast. I just don't eat traditional breakfast. Yeah, you eat like a banana with some peanut butter. I think. I might be remembering this wrong. No, that's true. And I know that's true because that's what I've had for breakfast for the past two weeks. That's why we have no knives in the drawer because we're both using a knife every day. (laughs) That's also why we've bought like, what is it? At least eight bananas a week now? Yes, I've started buying double the bananas because John started eating them without any notice. That's absurd. (laughs) And also, I never know when to put in notice because I never know what I will ever enjoy. I know. Next time I buy eight bananas, John's probably not going to eat any of them. Yeah, we need to get like a second whiteboard for the fridge just so that he can have his work schedule and... A grocery list? A grocery list. Because I do miss that grocery list. It was useful. Yes. Okay, so John, breakfast. I mean, I do enjoy the banana and the peanut butter. You just grab a banana, you peel it, you stick some peanut butter on it, and you eat it. That's very good. Uh, I will also say that I have also been implementing the uh, rice cereal. I want to say it was a K brand. So you just pour in some rice cereal, slice up some banana in there, maybe have some peanut butter on the side because, goodness. You can't go wrong with peanut butter and banana. I am really liking peanut butter recently. (laughs) I've got some fresh ground peanut butter in there. I really like Skippy peanut butter nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) The smoothest peanut butter possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. If I had to have like a a very... I will say that another one of my favorite breakfasts, though, is the country breakfast like my brother had. Uh, You know, the... The potatoes, the scrambled eggs, the sausage links, the bacon, maybe a pancake or two. I will say that I usually only have country breakfast, though, after 11 p.m. So, I, uh, there, there have been times in my life of where it is 11 p.m. and I realize, huh, I'm hungry and I'm not doing anything tomorrow morning. So I text all my friends and I ask them, who wants to go to IHOP? And they all tell me no, usually. However, every now and then I might get one or two of my friends to get to come with me to IHOP and we'll have the worst... <sighs> I went to IHOP when they were still serving burgers. IHOP's been serving burgers for like forever, but okay. Not forever. You remember the event of where they changed, where they flipped that letter and everyone hated it. Yeah. Yeah. But- so I went maybe a month after they first flipped the letter. And they were advertising in their specialty menu, like, this breakfast burger that had two patties, an egg, sausage link, and basically just that on the burger. Mm -hmm. And so at 11.30, me not having any food beforehand, I think, I walked in, I ordered that, and the server, which was someone I recognized from high school, actually, they said, that's been on the menu for two and a half weeks, no one's ordered that yet. So they had no idea how to make it. They knew exactly how to make it. They ex- knew exactly what quality it would be, too. Oh, man. that's So So he, he said that, and I said, cool. 
I'll have it anyway. Cool. So I had a short stack and eggs and sausage and burger. And boy, howdy, it tasted like nothing. It was just mush. I started pouring a small amount of maple syrup on it just so I could taste anything on that burger. Wow, John. I asked for the best breakfast you've ever had. You gave me an abomination, and that's how we're ending this. I cannot believe you'd ruin our first episode like this. It's what I'm good at. Next time. Next time on this podcast, we'll John pick ruins a new topic. the next episode. <laughs> we'll have another topic, and I'll be sure to ruin it by the end. Remember, everyone, keep your head between your ears. Have a nice night. You're not allowed to end our podcast ever again, John. What do you mean? <laughs> what if they're not listening to it at night? Yeah, John. What if, what if this is 10 a.m. and they're still listening to it? It's nighttime everywhere. It's nighttime somewhere, so it's nighttime everywhere. What can I say? Is this still in the podcast? I haven't hit stop yet. <laughs> well, well, then you, all of you give it a try. Like, we can cut that out. I'm sure we can.